Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 12. This is letter number 3932. The letter is dated Baruch Hashem, the seventh day of Kislev. Tavshin Tazayin, Brooklyn, Shalom Ubracha. And the Rebbe says, How shocked I was. I was visited by the rabbi of Helmets, Sheyichia. He was. Uh, Reb Chaim Yudaleib Deitch, uh, he was very involved with building mikvahs all over. And the Rebbe says, he visited me, and re- presently he, leave, he lives in Cleveland. He says, I asked him about a mikvah in your community. He said he hadn't heard anything about a mikvah in, 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 your, in your community. He hasn't heard anything. And therefore, he's worried that maybe nothing to happened. I, I don't know which community it is. We don't have the information. But they were supposed to build some mikvah over there, and they didn't do anything about it. And now the Rebbe says, when I received your letter, dated the second day of Rosh Chodesh Kislev, and I read over there, I see, yeah, well, that suspicion is actually based uh, that there is no mikvah. That's what he wrote to the Rebbe, I guess, that there is no mikvah. Um, and now the Rebbe takes issue with him. Apparently, the religious community where this person was working was uh, going downhill. And um, and the people weren't interested. And he's using that as an excuse that because the people are not interested... So there's no point in, in building the mikvah here. And the Rebbe tells him just the opposite. Because there's no interest. The Rebbe says, you have to take the initiative. And the Rebbe says, once you have a position there as a rabbi, it's actually your responsibility. The Rebbe brings out also from a halacha. Let's look inside. This that you write, that the spiritual standing is very low over there. So the Rebbe says, on the contrary, that should be an additional reason, and it adds to the respons- your responsibility to fix these matters. Because the others there don't know of the how great and important of a matter this is. Because the rest of the people around there are not knowledgeable in the importance of a mikvah. So the Rebbe says, therefore, it's not an excuse for not doing, but that increases your responsibility. The same thing the Rebbe says is true for all the other lackings in your community that you write about. So you conclude, it appears, the Rebbe says, your conclusion is that you don't have to work on those things because people are not on a low level, so let it go the way it goes. And the Rebbe says the conclusion of one who has a, a straight intellect, who thinks, who, th- who thinks rationally, needs to conclude the opposite. That if there is lacking, it doesn't mean that you let it go. That means that you got to work to fix it, not to let it go. The Rebbe says, look, the divine providence brought you there to that place. You are there. 
and you are a rabbi, you're a Morad Asra, and you accepted upon yourself that position. So you become responsible. You accepted the position, then the responsibility is upon you. So you can't just get away. You have that responsibility. And on the other hand, since our sages of blessed memory told us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu only asks according to what we can deliver. He only asks of us according to our strength. So for sure that in advance they've given you all the necessary strength to fulfill your position. And Rebbe brings in a halachic, an interesting halachic matter. And Rebbe brings out from a halacha and the Gemara. You know, there is a person who is even um, watching something for another person without getting paid for it. In the halacha, there is a shoymer chinom. And there is a shomer sochar. Shomer chinam means you're just you're you're doing a favor. Somebody asks you, "I have to leave town. I have a big uh, barrel of wine. Can I store it in your place? I don't want somebody to come to take it to steal it. I store it in your place." So he says, "Fine. I don't need to pay for it. Just store it in my home." Now. The din is that you have a certain amount of responsibility that you can't be negligent. But what happens if a person has in mind uh, to go ahead, the person who's watching it has in mind, you know what, maybe I'm going to take, I'm going to bend the barrel a little bit. I'm going to get some wine out of there. Now, he hasn't done anything yet. So, according to one opinion, that's called shlichas yad already. That means that the Torah says, if you uh, touch the other person's deposit, that it's in your possession, you have no right to use it, if you touch it, then you become responsible. So at that point, you become fully responsible. Whatever happens before you touched it, you're only a watchman for free. And you're exempt for most, you know, uh, things that happen, accident, accidents that happen that is without your control. But the minute you had in mind uh, to touch it, you become responsible, even if you didn't touch it. According to some opinions, you have to actually touch it. But either way, so the Rebbe points out to him, the Rebbe says, even if a person gives a deposit which he is not taking any money for it, he becomes responsible. If you think to move it, you're responsible. That's according to the more stringent opinion. And the more lenient says at least you have to actually touch it. You become fully responsible. So therefore, you are a rabbi. You get a salary. And you're responsible. So you can't say, oh, I'm going to look away. The Rebbe says, I think that you've written in the past that the expenses 
that involved the mikveh is approximately $500. And the Rebbe says, I'm ready, with Hashem's help, to get a loan for that amount so that we'll pay it out in 20 months. Pay out the $500. He was ready to make installments of $25 a month for 20 years to pay back the $500. Maybe the Rebbe says this way uh, over 20 months to pay it back. So it's $25 a month. Right? 25 times 20 is 500. And uh, and maybe the Rebbe says this way, it will make it easier for you to encourage the Nekudas Hayadus, that point of Judaism that every Yid has. In other words, maybe the money is the obstacle. Maybe if you had the money, it'll be easier in order to bring into actuality the idea of the purity of the children of Israel, which is actually also the preparation for the fulfillment of the promise, Hashem says, I will sprinkle upon you uh, clear waters to um, clean you. And may it be the will, the Rebbe prays, that this should be soon and complete. And the Rebbe is also enclosing that what has been printed lately. For sure, the Rebbe says, you will... uh, give the privilege with the contents, the many and the zuchos, uh, the merit of the many hinges on you with a blessing. So, here the Rebbe doesn't accept an excuse and the contrary, that the people there are not so religious and they're not interesting and the Rebbe tells him about the mekva and about everything else. On the contrary, since you're the rabbi, you're responsible. When they help you, nothing. You're responsible. And therefore, uh, you have the koyach. Shem is giving you the, the power to fulfill it. And the Rebbe points from the halacha that once you've accepted it and you had a mind, that already obligates you in everything. And the Rebbe says, I'll even take out the loan for you for the 500 bucks and you'll pay it out over 20 months, and maybe that will encourage it. Rebbe, bless him, it should happen soon, and in a complete way. Rebbe doesn't want it lopsided. He wants to do it, do it soon, and do it properly.